Hey guys, it's Nick with the Bonfire Team. We're getting ready to wrap up our series on the four keys of effective leadership. Over the last few months, we've been looking at how to be for those you lead, as well as how to push them once they know that you're for them, and having pushed them, what it looks like to show them what it is you would have them do, how they can be taking next steps in their life. And today, we're going to be looking at how to review with those you lead. The fourth key of effective leadership being to review with me, before me, push me, show me, and review with me. And this has just been a really important rhythm and philosophy of life for our organization, all the various organizations that we've been a part of. And we've really been able to see how things fail and succeed. We, we win or lose often based on how good our review rhythms are. It's a lot easier to, to correct course to, to adjust the way we're headed when we only have to correct a little bit of the compass, you know, when we're one degree off instead of 180 degrees off. Often, once we've shown someone what it is we would have them do, they imitate that for a little while and then they start to innovate off of that. Some of those innovations are good, some of those innovations are bad. So then some of those innovations push our organization toward winning, some of those innovations push our organization toward losing. We want to make sure we're being pushed in the right way with each one of those innovations. And the only way to do that is for us to review. So I'm here today with Sarah and Beth, a couple of teammates here at the Bonfire Group. And we're just gonna be talking through some of these things that we have found super helpful uh, when it comes to the rhythms and philosophies of review. Yeah, so something that we've definitely seen is that reviewing helps us to know whether we're winning or losing. And it's we've talked about this before, especially in the For Me podcast, that it's not about winning or losing with our bottom line so much as winning or losing with our people, with the people that we're working with, where um, effective leadership we have found is relational and being able to lead the people well and help them get personal breakthrough and breakthrough with and in the company um, is much more important and as an end result will affect the bottom line in a more significant way than just worrying about that. Yeah, the great example that I have of that is I had a leader in a nonprofit organization that I'm head over right now and we review semi-annually and we also review almost every time that we are together when we have our meetups and in our original review we realized that I'm not for her enough that I can actually push her in a way that's going to grow her and show her how to go into the leadership role that she needs to be in so I had to take a step back and review personally and show her ways in which I'm for her so that way in the end result when we reviewed again later on that year, we were able to see how we were able to push each other and able to grow in the ways that we didn't think were possible before in our leadership skills. Yeah, and it allows for those little adjustments along the way to keep working towards greater and greater breakthrough with the organization or company or relationship or whatever it is that just that review is such a key piece that ties all of these four things together and keeps them cycling through. Yeah, by and large, problems don't just go away or fix themselves, right? Um, as a former paratrooper, one of the things that we noticed a lot of us in that line of work is that jumping out of airplanes at 
low heights with a static line parachute is not really combat effective for today. It was super helpful in World War II. Uh, it was helpful in Vietnam, but in today's battlefield, it's not helpful. And so the result is we hurt a lot more airborne soldiers in training ops at home than we actually injure on the battlefield because we're not jumping anybody into combat these days. And the result is without reviewing that and making appropriate changes that probably should have been started being made two to three decades ago, we spend a lot of our nation's money on these training ops and airplanes and parachutes and injuries and VA bills later on that shouldn't have to be spent. But the Army isn't willing to review it for the sake of tradition or whatever other reasons. The bottom line is a lot of resources get wasted for a lack of review. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a great example. We have so many friends who were getting chaptered out unnecessarily just because they had these injuries. And now coming out of the military, they definitely don't feel like anybody was for them. They don't feel like anybody was looking out for them or their best interests or anything like that. And so a lot of times if, if we're missing that piece, if we're missing that review piece and we're trying to do these other three keys, we're trying to be for our people, we're trying to push them and show them, it, it takes a lot of mental energy to do that. You're like, well, how do I be for them now? You know, I was for them once and then that kind of worked out okay. But when you review with them, everything just sort of falls into place. You see exactly where they need a little more push. You see exactly where they need a little more support or a little more direction or a little more guidance, whatever it is. And, and it just really makes it flow. Um, now, you might be thinking like, well, what is that supposed to look like? You know, I, I get the concept of reviewing with people, of sitting down and talking, and how often should it be? Is there, you know, how do I, how I, exactly do I set up these these review sessions? Yeah, so a tool that we have had handed down to us, um, one by Chad to us individually as leaders, we have talked about SWAT. It was originated back in the 60s by a guy named Albert S. Humphrey. And again, we don't want to recreate the wheel, guys. We really are using this tool to help us with our internal problems and our external problems, our internal weaknesses and our external strengths and our internal strengths and weaknesses as well. We are using this in a form of review to help us with discovering like what our battles, our frustrations, our failures, our breakthroughs are, like what we need to do to help each other, cheer each other on a little bit better and what could we fix to help grow some more. So we found it helpful to just kind of put SWAT on a matrix where you have an external axis and an internal axis. You have external threats and external opportunities and they interact with internal strengths and internal weaknesses. And the deal is where an internal weakness meets an external opportunity, it's a frustration, right? It's like when you, you wanna buy a house, there are homes available on the market, that's the external opportunity, but you don't have enough money for a down payment. It's an internal weakness. It's frustrating. The alternative is where an external threat meets an internal strength. And so same analogy, right? There, you have money for a down payment, that's the internal strength, but there may not be any homes on the market. That's the external threat, and that's a battle. So the deal is a battle and a frustration, they all feel the same in the moment. When we're reviewing people and we're looking at where their weaknesses are meeting opportunities or threats, where their strengths are meeting opportunities or threats, sometimes 
frustrations in battle all feel the same, but when we can look at which part is coming internally and which part is coming externally, then we can really know how to push forward, how to put a plan together that we're going to push them on in the coming season and what that is going to look like. And then we also get to see where weakness meets threat right? Where my internal weakness is meeting an external threat and that's failure. Yeah. And just like we said before is how we're about the business of people more than we are money. When we think about the SWAT tool, we're using it not just for the people that we're processing with, but also for ourselves to kind of see if our leadership is an external threat to their leadership growing. Yeah. So occasionally, I'll come in to a situation in review and what we see in review is that my my strong personality expresses things in a very extroverted and aggressive way on the front side and when I'm talking with someone else some when I'm reviewing with their personality may not be that way it's like you know in, in the personality colors we're coming at things from just two different spectrums altogether so I'm sometimes that external threat that meets an internal weakness that they can't really do anything about in the sense of it's part of their God-given personality. And so that piece causes failure. I see this in one of my kids in particular. All my kids have a different personality, but one of my kids, if I start off a conversation loud and a little bit antagonistic or accusatory, instantly they break down because they just can't handle that version of conversation. Yeah, it's really helpful to be able to analyze ourselves as well as the people we're leading. Now, on the matrix, the way we have it, and we'll have that in the blog that's coming up in a couple weeks, guys, um, so you can actually see it visually and maybe be able to process this a little bit better. The What we're striving to get to, our goal, is to have success for the people that we're leading. You know, of course, obviously we want success for ourselves, we want success for our organizations, but we really are pushing to get the people that we're leading to be in a successful posture. And that comes when their internal strengths are meeting external opportunities. So doing this whole evaluation process helps us to see like, if you have a weakness here, what can we do to help you be stronger in that area? Or if um, there are too many external threats, maybe something that I can do something about, something that I can shift in either your responsibilities or the way that we're doing something um, or you know, putting you in a different place where you have more opportunity. Like being able to get them where they have internal strength to meet external opportunity and have success. That's what we're shooting for. And this type of evaluating helps us to see how to get from where we are to where we want to be. Because often I think there's a temptation, at least for me, to be kind of a lazy leader and be like, well, you're just not working out at all. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you and why you can't get this job done, but it's, it's not so working. Much, so much easier to fire someone than to oh my goodness. help them improve and grow in the ways that they need to go. Seriously, it really is. But that is not what we're running after. That's us being poor leaders and, and weak leaders, really, and not helping anybody, ourselves and or anybody else. If you were tracking with us last month, we talked about the different postures of showing someone. Basically, I do, you watch, I do, you help, you do, I help, and then you do, I cheer. 
And we want to live mostly, once we've done that training, in a you do, I cheer posture. And that's what review is for, right? We want to revisit often and cheer them on often. We want them to feel like we, we honestly are their supervisorial cheerleader on the sidelines who's thrilled that they're at work today, accomplishing things, having breakthrough and success, feeling like they have those internal strengths that are meeting the opportunities of the day. And so it's helpful, I think, probably if we think through some of the, the rhythms at which this happens. Yeah, me being a J, I am a very strong J, so I really like to make goals. And she means a J on the Myers-Briggs, in case you're unfamiliar with that, a judger. Yes, so I really like my tasks. I'm task-oriented. So I will honestly go through my year and look like, what are my annual goals? What are my 90-day goals? What are my weekly, what is my daily one thing I want to cheer myself on with? And really talk about it with the people that are directly under me when it comes to the organization that I'm leading and helping them to kind of see the things that we can cheer on. Like what is one thing that can be a win for you in the next 90 days? What's one thing that could be a win for you annually in the year or a weekly goal or even just in this one day? Like what is one thing today? If nothing else gets done, this is the one thing we can say was a total win for us. And it doesn't matter what the, the scope of the organization is or really even the scope of the tasks involved. Even if we're talking about leading a 17-year-old kid in burger flipping at the local McDonald's or Burger King, that 17-year-old kid needs to be shown how to have a goal, right? He needs to know in that brief period of time that someone is for him, that someone's pushing him, that someone's showing him, and then reviewing with him, and nothing says, I'm for you, like even though you're only flipping burgers, I want your life improved and I want you ready for your six months from now because you don't plan on working for me six months from now, you plan on going to college. So what are the personal goals? What are the work goals? Let, let's do this in the form of an annual review. And in fairness, I think you would agree, Sarah, most people don't have a 90 day goal for themselves or their life. Yeah, I didn't have one for the longest time and it was just living day to day, year to year, trying to succeed just for today. And you really can't get ahead that way. You can't, there, there are no big accomplishments to happen in that way. There's no dreaming really there. And which is why one of the things at Bonfire that we offer is the Unique Life Vision Journey, uh, which is a 36 week journey to help you with your personal life vision and life goals. And it, it sets you up for that. It's it You end up coming out of there with, well, first of all, just a much better understanding of yourself and how you're made and what you're capable of, as well as the ability to set those kind of goals and to start dreaming those kind of dreams for yourself and seeing success as bigger than it was before when you're going just from one day to the next. So absolutely having those yearly goals and then being able to break that down into what can I accomplish in these 90 days and then what do I have to do every week to see that happen to you know what is my goal today for that not just to get up and go to yeah. work and come home that 90 day goal is a huge deal it's something that we really push for because it's it's the way that we review with ourselves 
Mm-hmm. We, we lay it out there and then we meet with ourselves weekly. I do this every week. I, I get up on Monday morning. I have a 20 minute stand up meeting with myself to say, where am I doing? Where am I at with this week? What are my goals for this week that are going to lead toward my goals for my 90 day, which of course then, like Sarah said, feeds into my annual goal. But that, that 90 day goal and the review process If I don't review, I don't know where I'm weak in the moment. I don't know what's where where the threats are, but I can look over last week and I can say something failed here. What caused that failure? Is it something that that I let go due to internal weakness? Was I was I lazy? Was I hurt? Was I sleepy? Or was that an external threat? Just last week, I did not accomplish hardly any of the writing (laughs) that I hoped to accomplish because I had my ACL replaced in surgery on Wednesday and it pretty much killed my week, right? Well, that was an external threat that didn't really matter what internal strength I brought to the table. I was on drugs. There was nothing I was going to do. <laughs> all so, the legal kind, guys. All the legal only, only legal ones. But I can look back at my week and I don't have to be depressed because that week did not push me as far toward my 90-day goal as some of the other weeks had. And now I get to pick up and after reviewing Monday morning, move on into this week and press toward the goal. Uh, we're going to cover all this stuff again in the blog that's going to be upcoming. Our heart's desire at the Bonfire Group is to ignite effective leadership and see leaders winning in their context, in their culture. One of the things that we've o- we're offering to help you with that because we know that your time is so valuable and we want you to know that we value that time. We would like to offer you free coaching. Um, We offer a 30 minute coaching session. So if there's anything that we've been talking about, about being for your people or showing them or pushing them, or, you know, how do I set up this whole review piece? Anything that you want some help with, some guidance with, um, we would love to do that for you. So if you could go on our website, there's a little button there to get hooked up for some free coaching and, we will line you up with one of our coaches for a free half hour. And I really think you should take advantage of that. It is not going to be a waste of your time. All right. It's been a blast on this journey through the four keys of effective leadership with you. Woo-hoo! Look forward to seeing you in the months to come as we talk about the unique life visioning journey.